What's up? I'm Connor Mowat, and you're watching Studio One. All right, man. So uh, first, I want to say thanks for coming to Studio One. Thank you so much uh, for Honestly, me, man. man, listening to your music lately has been like pleasure to get you onto the space so uh just to start can you just like introduce yourself a bit shortly first of all i appreciate that so much thank you so much for having me here uh and so i'm connor mowit uh, i'm an artist singer producer rapper uh born and raised in toronto uh that's me. yeah so it's like <laughs> yeah. really cool too because like can you like talk to me about what early life was like for you like not in terms of just like the school aspect that we'll get into because we have a cool connection there but like how was music in your life early on was it something your family was kind of like a family like everybody listened to music or was it like explain that to me yeah. so my family honestly wasn't that into music growing up my parents weren't really introducing me to that much stuff but probably like the first album that I really I think I bought that really I listened to on repeat was graduation Kanye you know I had the little, little yeah paper kind of cover and that's kind of when I started falling in love with hip-hop with that album to be honest and then a lot of like Kid Cudi and stuff after that and just went on the internet a ton that's kind of where I spent all my time you know growing up just on forums and stuff reading about all kinds of music like that basically yeah so like uh in terms of just like like yeah let's get into like I'm like a big forum fan mm -hmm. too talk about some like forums that like you've deep dived into like music because that's where I like I get like a lot of like KTT for a while Casey's fun yeah. I've Great website. Talk about KCC. I was a member on there for a while. I honestly, a couple of producers and stuff that I work with now, I met on there and stuff. I've just, you know, you hear all the, all the crazy stories of like Brockhampton met on KCT and all yeah, that they kind did. of stuff. It's just, I don't know, it's just a cool community on there. I feel like people are actually really involved with stuff. Yeah, KTT for me, like, is a, like for me, it's like the culture because there's so yeah. much. And like, yeah. you, did you realize, like, uh, have you been on there recently? Not really. Not, not a couple of years, to be honest. Yeah, they've. I'm like still like an avid. Like, they mm -hmm. changed like KTD2. Like, the website's not mm. there like anymore. Like, okay. Yeah, it's like a hilarious. You know, like how it's like the, it's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, so in, ter <laughs> in terms of like getting into like early life again, like when you go into like elementary school and middle school, like yeah. talk to me about like what it was like growing up. Like surrounding yourself with like other people and music, like was there like growing up? I felt like I wasn't surrounded by too many people who were into music. Just either I maybe didn't expose myself as somebody who was that into music, but I just wasn't really around that growing up. Like yeah. middle school or high school, I wasn't really working with anybody else, or I wasn't really even making music at that point. I was just kind of a fan. It wasn't until probably my first year of university that I started you know working on stuff. I started producing then. Uh, and then from then on, I started writing songs, I think, two years ago now. So that was my second year of university. I just graduated. Uh, and, I mean, it's just kind, of, just kind of snowballed from there. It's just music's always been the one thing that I've connected with, even yeah. if the people around me weren't necessarily into it and stuff. But I feel like recently I've been able to find more of my crowd, and that's what I'm trying to do. Kind of, I feel like I found myself, and I'm trying to find other people who can, you know, I can work yeah. with and grow with. And, so like when you went into like like graduate high school when you went to university like what yeah. like what was the the like the program you went into and like at that point when did you like realize like okay like I actually really love music so uh, from high school I went to Wilfrid Laurier just for uh, arts I was undeclared actually and I stayed undeclared my whole the whole time I was at school there but I was just spending less and less time you know doing schoolwork and all my time you yeah. Know, doing music like I dread any you know assignment or essay I had to do but then I'd go and spend fourteen hours you know making music and it'd go by like that you know it's just uh, that's so that's that's kind of when I when I really realized you know thinking about the future thinking about what kind of career I could get into and stuff and just whatever doesn't feel like work is what I would want to do to be honest and that's what music is for yeah. me yeah 
And how did you like tackle it early on in terms of like making your first songs and like, like talk about like, I guess like in producing and like, how did you tackle that aspect? Like making your records, making your songs and what were like the early songs like sounding like? <laughs> Listening back to the early songs, it's, I'm embarrassed, honestly. <laughs> That's like, how we learn. It's like sending, I'm, I'm amazed that I was, you know, sending that stuff out to people, you know, proud of it versus, you know, the progress that I feel like I've made now it was... I felt like I didn't have a lot to, to write about initially uh, when I first started making stuff. And I just kind of try to draw on, draw on experiences a lot of the time. And generally when I'm, when I'm writing songs, I try to just find a melody or something and write to that and have the rest of the song come together. But the process wasn't always like that. At first, I, I was just trying to write a song and then put it to a beat. And yeah. that wasn't really working out so much. I, I like to kind of more cultivate a feeling with the beat and then figure out where I'm going to go with the song from there. Yeah, and I feel like in this, like, generation, like, when I, like, started my blog and really got into internet culture and, like, all of these, like, SoundCloud artists that were, like, blowing up, just being there, doing their own little thing, like, one of the big person, like, Little Peep, rest oh, in yeah. peace to him, like, mm -hmm. and, like, the, the DIY and do-it-yourself, like, around that time when you're scouring the internet, mm -hmm. like, talk to me about, like, all the people that were kind of, like, that you saw, like, that were able to, like, use the internet to push themselves. I mean... First one I saw that that would really speak to me would be Travis Gambino to be honest, you know the whole because the internet. Because era, the internet yeah. I was, I was a huge huge fan of that. Um, and then I mean honestly, Peep is probably Peep is probably my biggest influence right now. It's I honestly only found him a couple of months before he passed, which is what I'm really sad about. I never got to see him live yeah. or anything like that. But yeah. that's I don't know. He's just uh, who else? Uh, blanking right now <laughs> no it's all good yeah because yeah, like for 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 i feel like our generation like in terms of like when you were making your early songs like just the idea of being able to like send out records to producers or mm -hmm. use ktt to like get yourself out there so like when you when you were releasing the early records and you were putting it online was it something like you felt vulnerable in a sense like just like how are the early receptions and how, definitely and definitely vulnerable at the start you know you're opening up a different side to yourself. I feel like, especially growing up, I wasn't really necessarily open with all my friends. I wasn't really showing the creative side of myself. I was, I would do that stuff in private, you know, off to the side. And then yeah. I had, you know, the face I'd show my friends. It's just kind of different. So I feel like when I started releasing music was when I kind of came into my own being vulnerable, you know, publicly being open and stuff. And so that's, that's been kind of, that's, it's been an interesting journey. I feel like music is where I have found myself, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, going forward when it comes to uh i think i didn't know uh i think i either read it or or seen it somewhere where yeah. you you took your time with the record i guess yes and it took you a really long time to like fine tune it and get it right talk to me about the process behind that record so that's what i've been trying to do with a lot of songs recently but that was kind of the first song that i kind of started that method i guess i wrote it probably 12 months or so before it actually came out and there was like six or seven different versions and I like to kind of sit on music now after I finished it and six months down the road see how I feel about it because a lot of the time I'll like when I was very first releasing stuff on SoundCloud and stuff I'd put something out and then a month later I'd be like why did I release that song I hate it now. yeah should have changed this should have changed this so I find if I actually if I finish a you know piece of work and then work on it and then sit on it and my mind will just I'll, I'll, I'll want to change things kind of over time and that's what happened with that song and and then uh my, my my vocal mixes are still pretty rough when I just do this stuff on my own. So I've uh, I found my friend Max, who was out in LA. I met him on Twitter, and uh, honestly, it's just taken off from there. He's he's been mixing all my music and stuff, and I think the vocals sound great. Yeah, 
And like, yeah, talk to me about the relation with Max. Because like, when it comes to music, it's very important to find someone who like sure. understands your craft, understands your process. And mm-hmm. so talk to me like meeting on Twitter and talk to me how that came about. So I think I followed him for a couple years on Twitter. Uh, he started dropping music one day and it, I don't know, it really, really resonated with me. And he was one of the first people I reached out to just when I had very, very first started making music, you know, get his opinion on it. And he kind of helped me you know, develop my songwriting ability for sure. Like that, that's first and foremost, I think. And, and just help me kind of put songs together. You know, he, just the concepts behind them and stuff like that. He's a great guy, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Now you've really, you've uh, been consistent recently, like releasing maybe a song or t- a song every other month or every maybe. Month or six yeah. weeks or so, or something like that. So in terms of like these records that you've had, yeah. are they getting the similar treatment we didn't know? Like are all these records individually been worked on for a very long time and now they're seeing the light of day definitely uh, everything i've put out was finished probably at least four months by the time it's actually being released uh didn't know it was probably the longest one that was in the works probably like 14 months was working on that song or something like that but uh i'm trying to work on a project this year i've got like you know so many hundreds of songs in my you know on my computer and i'm just trying to you know go through them figure out what what would work on a project what you know what i what yeah. I feel today versus what when I made it, you know. And talking about a project too, it's mm-hmm. like I know for I think everyone it comes like I think Younglin has this like verse where he's just like used to be a hobby now it's all I think about mm-hmm. and like I feel like mm-hmm. in your mind state right now it feels like you're understanding like you're an artist mm-hmm. you're this is what you want to do so when it comes to like releasing a debut EP like how's that process in your mind going just the idea of like I'm gonna release an EP and you know what I mean. So it's kind of interesting since, you know, moving home from school, which I moved home last January. So I've been home for about a year now. And all I've really been doing is, you know, working on music. I'll have a part-time job or whatever and just kind of focus on music. And I find when I'm, when I'm like 100% focused on music, my output is, output is so much better than when I'm half-assing it or I'm worried about other stuff. It's like it, what I'm thinking about all the time, every day and... You know, I'll hear a random melody watching a movie or something, and I'll need to, you know, somehow put that in the doll, you know, put play on keys or something. Or yeah. I'll just think of a random lyric or something and write that down. So, you know, that, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a process, you know, figuring out a project, figuring out, you know, track lists and all that kind of stuff. It's just, I'm, I've been trying to find my sound recently. I just, you know, there's a whole bunch of different kind of like genres, you know, I've been testing out and seeing where I want to go, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. on that note too, just like the genre bending and being more open, it's yeah. like I feel like we're in like this kind of era where it's that. like I love there's twenty twenty. Yeah, like I feel yeah. like there's like really can sometimes be like there is no genre. And it's just yeah. making like the music that you want. Hundred percent. So another important thing too is like the idea of like becoming an artist, and I feel yeah. like an important part of that is like having like support around you because sure. so I feel like since you've been releasing records, mm-hmm. you're more confident in the way you're going about it. How mm-hmm. has like your surroundings been with like maybe like your pa- siblings or parents or just your close friends like how have they been with what you're doing honestly like my parents are you know as supportive as could be yeah that's so that's you know incredible i live in you know their basement i've been soundproofing my old bedroom right yeah. now and everything it's so that's amazing um but honestly I, i've kind of always struggled finding a circle of you know creative people who i could you know work with uh together here yeah so that's kind of what I'm still looking for. You know, producers are just local artists 
anybody kind of work together. That's just kind of what I'm working towards. You know, my my friends are as supportive as can be, but they're not necessarily into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Especially my friends from, you know, high school days and stuff, you know. So Yeah, it's an interesting parallel because, like, even with, like, the SoundCloud era of music and, like, mm-hmm. all of these artists and, like, the internet and KTT, like, it's such a huge, it's, like, such a huge community. Mm-hmm. And, like, even, like, for me, like, in my, like, blogging and writing, it's, like, it does feel like another world. And, like, finding, like, people in Toronto, let alone, like, friends that understand that mm-hmm. is really hard. But, like, talk sure. to me about, like, talk to me about that. Because, like, it is very important to, like, find people that get it. But also it's kind of, like, it's, like, in grayish. I kind of like having friends that might not be interested or might not do the same things that I do, but they might like appreciate it from afar type thing. Cause you know, as an artist, it's always kind of nice to, you know, feel unique, feel like you're doing something like new. So, you know, Hatao is always people from you know, who I knew from back in the day when I was, you know, I felt like I was, you know, pretty basic, whatever. I feel like now I'm, I'm kind of stepping out of my comfort zone and people are being interested in that's, you know. Yeah. Cause like one of the things that really like drew me to what you were doing was like, I know like, we like went to like similar high schools, like ex- which is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. And like I got my Ark Milch, you know, mm-hmm. I had to pull that Love out. Because yeah. like me, like I listened to Didn't Know, and I was like, well, this is like GBC, like this yeah. is so it, like and like in our area, like North York, this is such a foreign. Oh yeah, like for sure, it's something like it's kind of like a you if you know you know. Yeah, if so, you know you know, but not that many people know. Exactly, that's yeah. that's why I was totally like drawn to what you're doing, which is so yeah. unique and special. Thank you. So like. I know you've released like a new record recently, Blue mm-hmm. Mask. Talk mm-hmm. about that one. So Blue Mask uh, worked the Korean producer BMTJ. He made it. Uh, it was just a YouTube beat actually, but uh, sometimes I just go on YouTube while I'm songwriting, and I found that beat, and I just love it so much. I had to actually, you know, officially buy it and everything. And, yeah. Uh, with that song, you know, the the Blue Mask is kind of supposed to. It's supposed to represent. You know, me be feeling anxious. You know, I don't I don't know what to say is what's in the chorus. It's just kind of me me feeling anxious and not being able to get the words out, maybe not be able to get my thoughts out the way that I would want to. So that's just the story of the song. For sure. Mm-hmm. And like so you've released I think four records now. Mm-hmm. Um again, going back to the idea of releasing an EP, do you see yourself still releasing a few other records? Do you have like something like tucked away? Or are you now like figuring out like a date that you have in mind like how how is it I'm, I'm trying to plan a project for the summer sometime but i'll probably drop two or three singles before then probably one of the singles will be on the project i i've, I've got to plan all that out for sure still i'm not sure and honestly the stuff i'm making right now is probably like the phase my, my favorite music that i've made you know ever but i mean i feel like i always say that every six months i'm like i love the stuff i'm making right now yeah. and then six months later you're in a whole new phase but so i mean I don't want to say anything now because I'm not really sure, but we'll see how it see how it goes. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And like usually, like when I interview artists, I always mm-hmm. bring this up. It's one of my favorite questions to ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, like they're maybe like deep into their career and they've released two albums, three albums, and I like like to get the comparison. Mm-hmm. But like my favorite is when like an artist is like talking about their debut album or they're mm-hmm. about to. So mm-hmm. like when it comes to the idea of a debut EP, do you see it like? This is my debut. This is my introduction. Or like, how are you? That's that. That honestly would be how I see it. Yeah, I feel like this is. It should be my big introduction. This is what I would really want to push and send out and everything. This is this is what I would want people to listen if they were to hear about me when this project came out. I would want them to start with the project for sure. I want that to be like me, basically. The singles is just kind of a slow, you know, getting stuff started, yeah. trying to get people to listen and seeing where that goes. But I feel like the project's gonna be really, you know. 
And have you done like performances, I guess, or? I've done two performances. So like the first one was at a club I was at in Laurier, the Laurier Creative Collective. It was 100 people or something like that. And then the second one was Side Door Magazine. They had a launch party October 2018 or something like that. That yeah. was my first performance. So those two, but nothing since then. How is like your process when it comes to like performing? Is it something like you're steadily getting comfortable with? Is, I'm trying to get more comfortable with. It. I've been taking vocal lessons, and I'm I'm trying to work on like learning how to play guitar so I can play my songs live and stuff like that. And I want to start getting involved and in doing more local shows and stuff like that. I just haven't been able to get there yet. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like, in terms of everything. So I know like, it's not only it's like a new year, mm-hmm. new decade. Um, EP, summerish. So, like, in terms of, like, right now, how would you like the year to, like, pan out? Like, if you had, like, a plan in, in your, you know, inception, how would mm-hmm. you like to see things? I mean, probably right now, work on my vocals, work on playing guitar, work on live shows and stuff like that. Try to, you know, make an impact on the local scene, first of all, like, prior to the summer, at least. Just generally make some friends, work on some work with other like local Toronto artists because there's some really talented artists artists here that I would love to work with. Um, but beyond that, I think when the project comes out, I think that is when I would love my, you know, my big break to be whatever. I, that's why I really, really want to push that project. So yeah. We'll see how it goes. Who, uh, what kind of artists in the city do you, are you looking at? That'd be pretty interesting to. Boy Pape. I love him. Uh, Hudson Alexander, awesome producer. Uh, Neck. I love, he's, he's a rapper, singer. I love him. Uh, Hush. Big fan of him. Honestly, those four guys are probably my favorite. And or just John also. He's awesome. Yeah. Those five. Love them all. Yeah. yeah again, like there's a lot of like amazing like Toronto talent in the city. Yeah. And uh, but I mean like I'm always like I don't like necessarily say like I'm biased or anything, but like <laughs> it's not every day you gotta talk to somebody who literally like, you know, like yeah. went to school, same school and all that stuff. So it's yeah. like amazing. But um yeah, man, like it's I just remember you were at my house in like grade eight for my brother's birthday party or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> honest. Like <laughs> shut up yeah, shut up, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it was so cool when I saw like you were making music. I'm like I for sure have to get yeah. you down to studio one and have Shit, a conversation. Man. Yeah. But um yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure, man, to get you into Thank you so much, man. Like I wish you all the best of luck. Thank um you, I'm definitely gonna keep like an eye out on what you've got going. Let me know like any songs coming your way. For sure. Like, absolute pleasure. Thanks again, man. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for your time. All right. Studio One.